This episode of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast is brought to you by the Embroiderers Guild of America. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We're very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins podcast. And I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied and my house. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Today we'll be talking about bulk fabric purchases, kitten-proof craft storage, and the work basket. (laughs) Ah, the work basket. Yes. Yes, It's funny because I don't leave my house. (laughs) It is. Uh, Okay, so... Several episodes ago, I talked about and kind of discussed with you live on the podcast, semi-live, whatever that is, um, about making a wedding gift for my brother and his fiance. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to give a quick update. We are now roughly three weeks away from the big event, and I am over halfway done embroidering this thing. And I have ordered a frame. And... um, I did not foresee this happening, uh, like being so planned out, but I just, I had to share a little bit of that progress. I eventually will share a picture of the whole thing, uh, finished, but, um, That is extremely exciting. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling quite pleased with actually getting, getting this, it's, I think it's going to be done in time, so. Yay! That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the opposite of a train of shame. (laughs) A train train of triumph. Yeah. A train of triumph, exactly. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, though, either, so I'll stop talking about it being good. (laughs) Now I just want to sing We Are the Champions. Like, everybody get your lighters out. Never mind. I've been watching too much, well, really wholesome, um... YouTube, I don't generally watch YouTube videos because I don't, I don't know. I I guess I'm just not in the habit. It's not that I actively don't like them. I thought I actively didn't like them. But I found this extremely wholesome content that I can't stop watching. (laughs) Uh That is um, two, like, teenage twin brothers who are reacting to hearing music of like all genres for the first time but like stuff that people our age definitely know right (laughs) and (laughs) that they have never heard before and fun um watching them listen to uh uh, freddie mercury the first time was fantastic and they're like they're excited yeah about like, even if it's not a genre that they would be into, um, they, I guess, generally listen to hip-hop. And they have gotten excited about, uh, like, Jolene, um, like, really into some Dolly. It, it, it was a That's whole thing. That's so fun. Yeah. And so I've been spending an inordinate amount of time this week doing that <laughs> while kittens tornado around me. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember... The, uh, I think their YouTube is Twins Are the New Trend, but I will confirm that momentarily. Cool. I love um, it. Sounds yeah, like a good after, life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. After yeah. Heidi, uh, says what she's been up to, I will confirm. Uh, okay. Well, what I've been up to then <laughs> is, uh, well, a week ago today... Um, those of you who follow my Instagram probably know this, uh, my dog had, uh, an issue that was a neurological one, so we ended up Mm -hmm. in the emergency room with her. Um, she's doing much better now, though. It's a week later, um, she's got a lot of mobility back, and at age 15 and a half, I am very pleased with where we are, so 
It's all improving slowly, but I am massively sleep deprived. So apologies in advance if I think something is funny that is super duper not, but I still laugh at it. Ha ha. Oh, I feel really into all of this. Yeah. Um, um, except for the part about Storm not feeling well. Right. Yeah. But because also, we love like, Storm. We do. And like, just to be, just to like point this out, like Storm visited the podcast before we started recording Mm -hmm. so like we got to see her and she was like actually moving around and doing so much better um Mm -hmm. uh she seems to be on a good road so that's she's a sweetie She's doing so well that I had to get, I had to dig out some jingle bells from my Christmas craft box <laughs> for her <laughs> collar. <laughs> because Perfect. We, so you know when she moves. Yeah, because we, we'd been sleeping in shifts, so we were really exhausted. And I, I was like, yeah. she's not steady. And the main thing is we need to know if she's trying to stand up or get out of bed or move. And so since she's so wobbly, a jingle bell's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That seems ideal. Yeah. It's very cute, but... Yes. I'm also oh. very sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, poor Storm. Um, and poor Heidi and Ed. The new trend. <laughs> Thank you. Is, uh, wait, say that again, Haley. Oh, um, yes. And poor Heidi. And also twins, the new trend is okay. the mm. content I've been watching. And I will link it in the show notes because it's delightful. Okay, cool. cool. I love it. Before we jump into our planned topics, I'm going to get this right. I've only tried this three times, listeners. We want to give a shout out to some new serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast who are now supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts. Many thanks to Megan and Catherine. We appreciate you so much. And we'd also like to thank Veronica, who made a generous one-time donation through our website, uh, which you are also able to do if you visit veryseriouscrafts.com. So thank you very much to all of those fine folks who are listening. It is super cool. Now, yes, thank you so much. It is super cool. Uh, So let me tell you, this might take me into like thinking about planning a trip on the train of shame. I will just preface this with that because this Uh-oh. is like, I was going to start this by saying a couple of if weeks ago, I bought, God, I know, I know. I don't want this to be that though. A couple, I was going to say a couple of weeks ago, I bought this thing, but actually I realized that I think it was, it was at least early June. So that's now we're at two months ago. So that anyway, so you may have seen there is a a bead embroidery artist uh, that I encountered for the first time on Instagram. Her name is Celia J and she's based in the UK and she makes these beautiful beaded embroideries. She makes them and sells them. And then now she sells kits and Mm -hmm. I saw her stuff. And most of what she does is like abstract swirly it looks planet like but she also has done some pieces where like she has a design she did of Frida Kahlo she's been working on one of Vincent van Gogh and they're just stunning and I is not what I was expecting they're you're really cool and I um so I really wanted to make to to buy a kit but like the kits that I most attracted to her her abstract work so that's what I wanted to try but the kits that she had for that the colors were they were beautiful but like not my style that I would want to have like displayed however Mm -hmm. she had a kit that was in my kind of like you know candy color palette that is called the spring floral bead box and it's designed Mm -hmm. to make a flower and it has sequins and beads in with it. But I, I asked her, I was like, cool. Would there be enough supplies in this kit that I could use these supplies to do more like the abstract thing? And she was like, yeah, definitely you can do that. And so I ordered it and the kit came and it's beautifully packaged and everything is just like, there's more than one piece of fabric. So you can make more than one thing. There's tons of beads in there. Uh, it came That's with the awesome. cute little, it, yeah, I know. And it came with like the cute little unicorn scissors and everything. Like this is a complete kit. You are ready to go. Okay. 
That definitely was the, the thing where I was like, okay, well. I like it already, and I don't like half the things. <laughs> it was just like, it was, those were, it all added up to, yes, just buy the thing. And, you know, shipping from the UK gets a little bit pricey, but I didn't care. I was just like ordering the thing. Well, but it's also the, like a beautiful package. Yes. I, I cannot it was a, resist beautiful packaging. It was, it felt like. And I, I made the decision, like, I'm ordering a gift for myself. And that, that was okay. Yes. Um, I don't do that too often. Usually I get super practical about things like that. But I was like, this, I need to just treat myself to this. So I did. Yeah. I have oh, not. I'm so glad. I have not stitched a single bead. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait to talk about it on the podcast until after you've started it or you've made the thing. And I was like, well, nah. let's just talk about it anyway. It'll so, make you do it. Yeah. I, I hope so. Well, I, I desperately want to do it. But like mm-hmm. at this point, there's a lot of stuff I need to do this month uh, in the next few weeks leading up to my brother's wedding. So it has to wait until after that. Sure. That just needs to be the thing but maybe it's like the reward after after that where it's like hey do this thing for yourself so anyway yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to tell you guys about it and i wanted podcast people to to see her her work and her kits and stuff because it's beautiful i i think at this point you you have to like catch when the kits are available because she's been selling through them pretty quickly but um yeah 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 very beautiful she's amazing but it's it's just beautiful to look at her work anyway. So she also just yeah. released some needle minders. So it's awesome. I I always think, like sometimes when I see topics before we record and uh, I can form an opinion that, ah, that's not going to be something that I'm going to be into. But the number of times I'm completely wrong after <laughs> I see the actual work yeah like beads and sequins not really my thing unless we're talking art deco or art nouveau right but this is absolutely beautiful art yeah it's like Like, i'm really into it she like does she like stack not stacks the beads but like she beads so close together that you get like this awesome texture right like it almost mm-hmm. yeah looks... it's like french knot embroidery except... yes but with beads exactly yeah and almost um it it almost becomes like topical map like yeah and so i just topographical yes topographical that whatever <laughs> yes they make topography geodes as well yes mm. yeah so anyway that i have an interest in it's uh Highly recommended for folks to check out. That is all. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that that was really cool. I definitely would not have seen her work otherwise, and I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. So, what uh, uh, what else are you into? Oh gosh. <laughs> so, Anybody who's been listening for any amount of time knows that there are a few things I like more than organizing things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it is. Right. Data, scissors, <laughs> embroidery floss, whatever. Yeah. So I had, I can't remember when it was, maybe last summer, uh, when I finally did the big cleaning of my studio that had needed to happen, like the removal of all the excess stuff that I didn't need anymore, and just really going through things, and I've been pretty pleased. But then I got kittens. (laughs) So you wouldn't believe the places that I have found the kittens. I believe it. I I had a kitten, I believe it. For context, when I got them, like, they were not old enough to, like, have a new home. I was fostering um, two kittens from an abandoned litter. And Mm -hmm. so they were uh, eight or nine weeks old, I think, when I got them. So they were were kitten-shaped already, but they... (laughs) were very, very, very small. 
Oh, kitten shape. And so <laughs> they would just end up, like, behind, like, my desk area where I keep my cutting mats. Like, how did you get in there, kitten? I don't know. Um, or in my shelf, um, I have a bottom shelf where I keep my big um, AccuQuilt Go cutting machine and a stack of notebooks. I found a kitten filed amongst this, <laughs> this stack of notebooks. Oh. Yes. Oh, you need to yeah. like pull out the label maker for them. That's actually funny that you should say that because I have one of those old metal label makers that um, emboss those are cool. like non-sticky yes. metallic mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, tape and I definitely found which one Phryne sort of snuggled up between that and a circle die cutter for making buttons uh-huh <laughs> like how is that comfortable all of course that that is all on top of a cookie tin uh-huh because you know yep necessities <laughs> so now everything that's on the floor like at floor level is prime kitten hiding place yes and i mean they can they can jump very high i don't even understand the physics of kittens <laughs> but they don't seem yet and I will knock on all of the wood in the world because it's coming. Um, they don't seem yet to want to be into, like, my thread spools or my wall of scissors. But everything at ground level, they, like, will flop and roll over or into. And including, like, power strips. They turned out the power... In all of my studio, and I couldn't figure out, like, everything was plugged in. There wasn't anything wrong, and I realized that they had turned off the um, power strip. It was just off. And so now I think that I need to, excuse me, once again reorganize but also reorganize in a way that includes the fact that I now have three cats. <laughs> because they're going to be cats very soon. Yes. Because kittens don't stay kittens for very long. And I need, like, some extra space. I need to have a second litter box. And the only place that makes sense for that is in one of the cubes that I generally use for storage in my workspace and like it's just been this really interesting reckoning with things that my gigantic cat could not care less about (laughs) versus things that the kittens see and are like huh that's a toy (laughs) or ooh I could definitely sleep there (laughs) and so it's I don't know. I just never had kittens before, and I've never had to think about not about having things set up so a tiny thing cannot get in and or destroy or eat something. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we had we had a kitten once, and uh, the first was it Darcy? Day, no, it was not Darcy. It was a previous cat, and my great aunt had. Um, found this mama cat under her porch and um, they took care of mm-hmm. they took care of all the kittens and you know different people that uh, adopted them but so the first day that this was Annika the, the cat the first day she came she crawled under a piece of furniture and we were so like freaked out about it that we didn't think okay if she got under the furniture she surely can get out again but we like it was filled with dishes. It was a, a whole like hutch. And so we emptied the thing to move it and it, but it was like this moment of new kitten panic and that was a silly thing to do. But yeah, they can get into the tiniest funniest little places. Yeah. I do not understand. 
Um, they sleep in the bathroom because we have a, we have a fireplace on both ends of our apartment and one of them is sealed. The one in the kitchen is sealed so you couldn't get into it. It's basically just the mantle left, but the one in our bedroom has a, like a Victorian grate over it and it's like this ironwork thing you couldn't get into it into it without moving it except at the very center top is this gorgeous filigree ironwork that for reasons deeply unclear to me is hinged (laughs) (laughs) and my best friend's cat when we were moving into this apartment 15 years ago was hanging out in that room with my cat Simon as we were moving everything else because it was the most secure place to have the cats together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And her cat went, uh, somehow got in that hole and went up the chimney. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And like my husband had to pull his arm up and I feel like I must have told this story before. I've never heard this story. Yeah, I don't know this story. (laughs) No. Um, So we, it was a, a completely empty room. And so we opened the pocket doors and there's Simon sitting in the middle and like there aren't even curtains there's nothing in this room we haven't moved anything in except for cats (laughs) and we look and see that there's this tiny hole in the fireplace um cover and so jeremy takes the cover off and sticks his hand up the chimney where they've thrown some stuff in there. Like, I found some antique glass bottles. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It, an old Noxzema bottle. <laughs> Very strange. Um, so he sticks his hand up there, finds a tail, and just yanks. <laughs> and so down comes Polly Cat, who is a long-haired cat. Oh, um, man. Who has just become a chimney sweep. <laughs> Yeah, and so all of that is to say, one of the first days the kittens were here, when I don't even understand how they got up that high, one of them opened that hinged filigree opening. And, like, they didn't try to get in, but they certainly could have. And I don't think, with the way that the chimney has been filled in, that I that we would be able to get to them. I think that there's probably enough, yeah. um, like, labyrinth of detritus shoved down this chimney that I don't know that we could get to them. So they sleep in the bathroom. <laughs> um, anyway, that the whole point is that... Now I need to kitten-proof my studio, and I feel like I have a toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end. Oh. Well, I've been making some home improvements lately of my own. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting because my little toddler-type animal is on the old dog version of the kitten spectrum. The kitchen, the puppy-to-old-dog, kitten-to-old-cat spectrum. Spit germs yes. on the other end. Yes. And, um... So we have a fairly small-sized for, like, people who don't live in a city standards um, apartment. But luckily there's a lot of storage. So we have a long, narrow place, and down one entire side of the hall is four different closets. Like, there's um, a coat closet, furnace and water heater, linen, and laundry closet. And when we That is an embarrassment of closets. I just don't understand your riches. <laughs> oh, and that's not all of them, Haley. And that's not all. <laughs> the desk I am recording at right now is inside a closet that we so don't need. I just use it as a more private desk space. Chicago. <laughs> okay. Stop with the closet bragging. I have one <laughs> closet and it's not even real. I. It's very nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the only issue is that when you have a hallway that's entirely closets and all your old closet doors were falling apart and they've been painted over and over like mm-hmm. 800 to times. To hold them like, together, I, probably. 
Well, and that, <laughs> but I don't know what the, I don't know why people didn't like sand the paint when it came to repainting, but there's like, if you scratch the paint, it's like beige, blue, blood red, green, tan, gray, like it, oh, it's yeah. too much. You should come to my apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. uh, more than a hundred years old. It's never been sanded. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you yeah. realize if you were to sand down the walls, you could probably gain some square footage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we the old the or the old doors. Old doors. That's a hard phrase to say. <laughs> the old doors um had to go. We donated them to Habitat for Humanity right after we bought this place. And I've been sitting in an apartment without closet doors for a while because the door openings, when you buy a door, you have to know like the opening size, right? Um, especially for something that's fitted in like an accordion door or a sliding door mm-hmm. or even a pocket door, which my apartment also has. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, two of the door openings are 36 inches standard size. One is 30. Sure. Mm-hmm. And this last one is a uh, moving target sliding scale. Not sure what the best descriptor is, but at one point it's 29 inches. Yeah. At one point it's 28. <laughs> at one point it's 30. And cool. I'm like, huh, cool. So it's also smaller than a standard size. And since it uh, like fluctuates, if I can even find a 28 inch closet door, I'll have like weird, I'll have to like shim out the, like, it'll be a whole mess. It won't yeah. work. And I tried real doors last fall at one point, and I was like, A, these are expensive as heck, and B, they don't fit, so abort mission, return doors. And now that we live in COVID times, um, I'd rather just <laughs> do something myself. Sure. <laughs> and I just don't want to spend that kind of money either, because the economy's trash. Uh, so I went on eBay um, and was like, I need some fabric. Actually, I take that back. I'm sleep deprived. I didn't start on eBay. I started on Spoonflower, which is so backed oh. up on orders. <laughs> I feel very bad for anyone who uses it as part of their small business model. Um, I know they're doing their best, but holy cats, their order times are long. Uh, so I was Ooh. like, I don't think I want to wait that long or pay like $13 a yard. Yeah. And then I was like, hmm, let's try eBay. And I really lucked out because I found a couple different fabrics that I actually liked that actually came in continuous yardage. And since I have so many doors, um, I need, I'm need i going to need about 18 yards of fabric that's at least 40 inches wide. Mm-hmm. So I ordered an 18-yard bolt of vintage fabric, and I got a deal on it because I was ordering so much at once. Um, but all this and to say... that's super cool. Yeah, it's really cute fabric. Like, to, um, you know... Like, to have vintage fabric is a whole other thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Totally. Um, and I th- and the seller had 20 more yards besides the 18 I bought, so if they're still available, I'll link them in the show notes when this episode comes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, I'm really sleep-deprived, but the point is you can get great deals on fabric on eBay, and it's better for the environment because it's not new production, you're reusing old, and a lot of this dead stock stuff is in mint condition because it's just been wrapped in its bolt forever. Yeah. Um. I would just nice. say to make sure you get pictures of the selvage and the edges just to make sure it's not warped or stained. Um, but this stuff or was in... Or moth-eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this stuff was in um, perfect, perfect condition, and the seller was lovely. So I'll put down the seller shop as well. Um, That's yeah. awesome. That is very I need cool. a nap. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. And I love, first of all, the print that you... Uh, the, the prints that you were sending us pictures of were, were yeah. great. But, like, yeah, I, I really like that idea so much. I'm excited. And the tension rods were just a couple of bucks. Sure, So yeah. that's nice, too. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Good find. Yeah. Good find. Ooh, sorry, last thing I forgot to say. And I can, I've been keeping my eyes peeled for some vintage Christmas fabric deals. Because then at Christmas, I can just switch out the curtains and my whole hallway is festive right away without that much effort. So yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I am really, really, really feeling easy festiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like, I like it. Yeah. I, I just, I want to be festive, <laughs> which, which may be shocking. <laughs> someone, um, someone I follow on Instagram, like their neighbors put up a Christmas tree 
like in July because they were like, oh, that's oh, it's time. <laughs> we just have to yeah. have something like this. <laughs> I like that a lot. I am very on board that. Not necessarily Apparently easy. Apparently, but... the subdivision um, behind my dad's all put up their Christmas lights and stuff again to yeah. cheer everybody up. I love it. I love it. Um, and you could, like, go for an evening walk and take in the Christmas lights, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. It's Michigan. They drive. <laughs> this episode of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast is brought to you by the Embroiderers Guild of America. EGA is a community of stitch-minded people who inspire passion for the needle arts through education and the celebration of its heritage. Join today to become a member of the community, gain access to educational opportunities, projects, and more. Learn more at egausa.org. All right, friends. I am... I've been thinking about talking about this at different times, and today is the day. I have brought with... (laughs) I've brought with me to recording time a vintage... Well, I guess all... All issues of this would be vintage at this point, but a vintage issue of the Workbasket magazine. And if you are not familiar with this gem of a magazine, you've been missing oh, out. But <laughs> uh, basically, it's the full title is the Workbasket and Home Arts magazine, and has lots of knit and crochet in it. There's other kinds of projects included. Uh, this particular one has some iron-on embroidery transfers, like, right built into it, and they are still intact in this issue. This one is from February 1986. My grandma subscribed to this for ages, and I don't think we kept very many issues because I, you know, there's a point where you can't keep all the things, and yet there's part of me that's a little sad because there's some, there are gems in this, and I know... Uh, Haley, that you have a similar appreciation for this publication. (laughs) I I do indeed, and I I have brought my favorite one to the table as well. Uh, Heidi, have you, do you have any issues of this, or have you, like, explored these in the past? No, but all I'm doing is thinking to myself, like, why don't I know about this? (laughs) Oh, you didn't even know about it? It's, oh my goodness. It's, okay. (laughs) Um, oh, you need to head to eBay right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do uh, I? I just bought 18 yards of fabric, but continue. <laughs> I, the one, when I, when, I, I think that this one probably was in the little mini sewing cupboard that I, um, I got from my, from my grandparents' house and it was, you know, still had, it still has many of my grandma's, uh, knitting needles and things in it. So I, you know pull out the uh the issue of the work basket and it is it's folded open to probably the last thing that my grandma made which again I love that kind of thing Aww. where it's like still mm-hmm. you know the thing and it is titled our favorite sleeveless pullover it is a cabled sweater vest and I kid you not the woman wearing this like it was like made to be for my aunt like she looks Aww. a lot like how my aunt dressed <laughs> I'm my grandma probably made this for her. That just is how it it goes. But um this is like it I mean it's classic 80s in this particular one. Um but other other fun finds that are in this. Of course, if you think back to anything from the 80s, you've got a variety of interesting advertisements in this. So we have right inside the cover uh incredible Incredible value Polly Peppers shoes that, um, I mean, I'm, I, I, some of the stuff that is in this, there's a a person here too. I'm, I'm pretty sure that like my aunts ordered these things from this, uh, from this magazine. Um, there's a section of recipes. Um, gotta have recipes. Gotta have recipes. Let me see what else we've got in here. Um, Oh, wait, where's... Okay, we have a, a set of boudoir accessories that you can, um, that you can crochet. <laughs> Haley just made a face. It was really funny. Uh, would you like to guess? <laughs> would you like to guess what our boudoir accessories are from Work Basket in 1986? 86? I'm going to go with the nighty and slippers. Oh, you are so far off. 
Oh no, I am. You are, because apparently in your boudoir, what you actually would need is an eyeglass case. (laughs) (laughs) What boudoir? What boudoir are they even talking about? I mean, it's probably both of our boudoirs. A a tissue holder, which is today's response to the dainty hanky of yesteryear. (laughs) Dainty hanky. Uh Uh-huh. And and a a pincushion. Wow. A pincushion. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, so we have that. This is my retainer cozy, my contact lens. That's basically <laughs> that's basically it. But like, calling it boudoir accessories makes it like a whole hot, hot, hot boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's an an aerodynamic pullover which basically has arrows on it. But you guys might actually you Heidi, you might like this because it's <laughs> I <was> perfect. Like, <laughs> it's perfect for like it's in red and yellow and kind of a. a a blue teal color with some black accents. And is it also like 15% tacky? Because that that's yes. my sweet spot. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's got slightly dolman sleeves. Heck it's, yeah. It's a whole 80s thing. Um, we have a soft sculpture valentine, which is like a fabric basket oh. that is definitely of the 80s. It's a thing. Um, uh, in the... <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to take this over. Haley, if you have things that you need to share from yours, uh please do, but one of the ads is it is surely haunted because they are oh, popular dolly pot holders. So they're patterns to make crocheted pot holders with doll heads. Yeah. Oh, my grandma definitely had those. <laughs> and that, also, that makes no sense. I don't know why you'd want the doll Mine head. Has a it would melt. Doll wardrobe. You'd be like, mm, uh, I made this casserole and this doll head just <laughs> melted on it. Mm. Okay, wait. Like, what? Did you say a Cupid doll war- uh, wardrobe? Yeah. Excellent. That, that, that's in this one. Mine Excellent. is July 1983. Okay. And it's cat themed. Oh, excellent. Um, hold on. Let me see what the embroidery patterns in mine are. Oh, cats. Cats. More cats. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I actually am going to at some point make the cover project of this, which is a crocheted afghan and throw pillow that has cat outlines that are um, chain-stitched on top. Okay. And it's it's just a lot here. I'm going to hold it up and show you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm, I love it. Cute. See, and yeah. I don't know if I'd put all of the cats on it, but one cat on there would be really, really charming. It would like be like just before you cross into the, the kitch. Not that I'm against the kitch, so, you know. Uh-huh. Um... um. Hmm. There's also a fantastic advertisement that the kids today will not understand. (laughs) Where did it go? Hmm. It was full color. I don't know. Ooh, that looks like a pump for something else. (laughs) Ah, Here we are. What? Uh, There is a... I shouldn't Don't have asked. call the plumber. Reach for power plunger. Oh. You can imagine what shape that is. I, that was what I... Yeah. I think that that might have... I've seen that ad before. I know what you're exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. But the one that I am most delighted about is um, for owning your own phone. You might be paying up to $4 per month rent. Why would you do that? If you could own your own telephone. Wow. Um, and it's this extremely 80s, like, looks like yep. it was supposed to be modern. Uh-huh. Um, and it has a nameplate with your name and phone number on it. Yeah. It's uh, quite something. And for 
those of you who find that to be confusing, they're definitely talking about phones that you plug into a phone jack in the wall. And there is a certain point in time where you didn't buy them. You rented them from the phone company. Yeah. And the phone company serviced them. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, that is one of my favorite ridiculousnesses. Yeah. Now here, this is this is an ad for for Heidi in this one. It is mm. for uh, rug making made easy. Ooh. With, Tell me more. With the unique <laughs> with the unique texting needle, you can create mm. elegant, award winning rugs of any size and shape from old clothing or remnants. I want to know <laughs> award winning. I mean, I guess you know if you're. Submitting, exactly, exactly. Uh, no frame or loom needed. Hmm. No tedious sewing of ends. Use your own hmm. designs or the patterns and instructions included to produce deep, napped, sturdy, reversible rugs. Uh, okay. You can write to them. Uh, apparently, this is twelve ninety five plus a dollar shipping and handling. Uh, so I'm sure that that's still going to work. Um, definitely, then, definitely in twenty twenty. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the classified advertising, though, is honestly, like, my favorite to read through because yes. they have, like, there's, oh, like, you can, you can get everything. heirlooms to crochet. That's what I've yeah. got in mind. Yeah. There's, um. there's an ad for large size sweater patterns, sizes 20 to 50. Three beautiful designs, $9.95. Like, that's the all the information you'd be given, and you would just order these patterns sight unseen. But you know, it's to see to see different sizes of patterns. Like it probably was, yeah, not as as typical to find those. So to to be able to order them here, um, but then there's also like baby chicks. You can get a poultry catalog. Uh, <laughs> one that I one that oh. I I liked though was. Um, Confidential insider sources, directories for art- artwork, needlecraft, picture framing, and artist supplies. Basically, you send you send in, and you can get information about where to get where to source materials from. Oh, I found a a trio of very strange ads together. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There are multiple chairs that um, where the seats. Or the chairs themselves lift up and stand you up automatically. Yes. So there are multiple varieties of that. Yes. Which I can see as a thing, but uh, there are a lot of them in, in these classifieds. And also, directly above quilt pattern books is the world-famed Brevetata? Um, Brevetata tear gas pistol what and it (laughs) and it requires no permit it is uh solid metal construction and it's got this stern looking cop with a gun that apparently it's shooting tear gas but it looks like it's shooting water Um, but that is directly above a set of three quilt pattern books and directly next to lovely lyric choir gowns oh yeah i've got the i've got the choir gowns in mine as well i saw those uh-huh they're oh, definitely boy. aiming for a very specific female profile aren't they the the fact that they're they're going to a specific they have a you know a very specific audience uh going on here yeah i also find it funny that in the classifieds they have a section that is of interest to women they have mm-hmm. made yeah, a point totally. of this entire thing being of interest to women at the time, obviously. But, like, it's just a funny category to have. Anyway. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Too many ruffles. Too many ruffles I, um, in this in this publication. I, there are some things that I would totally go for. A- like, that's the thing. Uh, Absolutely. This, yeah, this group of patterns, I, I would make all of them. Um, they are Halloween Witch, Holiday Bells, Ghost Mobile, Rainbow Mobile, and Forest Friends. Oh, yeah. Uh I would totally make all of those. Yes. That sounds adorable. Yes. I love it. 
Ooh, and this tool for enlarging or reproducing patterns. Oh, which wait, is that the I think we all have the seen the little projector thing? Or no, it's um a manual tool. Oh. So you um set it you set one end to trace the original. Yes. And then you set wider or taller, well, or both, um, to reproduce it in proportion with a pencil on another piece of paper. Okay. Which is That neat. is. That is very, uh, very fun. Yeah, it's just, it's all kinds of, all kinds of interesting, fun, fun things. And I, every time that I look through it, I spot something new where I go, well, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. That's also, or this is a very odd thing. Oh, this was one, <laughs> this is one that I thought you guys would also love. I mean, we're in, we're in the time of COVID and people are needing to find ways to um, maybe make a little bit of extra income, you know? So <laughs> here we have a page called Making Sense and it is ideas for, for making craft projects that you would be able to sell. So this could, this could work. We have a potpourri heart, um, the mice and hearts magnet, which includes using half of a walnut shell. Uh, and I'm not sure what this, what this mouse is made out of, but, uh, oh, it, it's a felt mouse, I guess, poking up out of it. We have ideas for plant hangers. And then I, beautiful lacy bows that you use, uh, crochet or tatted doilies and you make little bow ties out of them. Um, but oh, cute. Huh. my, my personal favorite though was, um, it says children often beg for, this is perfect for you, Heidi, because it's a mini terrarium, mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, Yay, children I often like beg for a quarter to put in the gum machine at the supermarket. After taking out the prize, they throw the plastic bubble away, save the bubble and put a little charcoal with good grade potting soil in the lower half Plant small cuttings of baby's tears, burrow's tail, or jade plant in soil. Water it and snap the top back on. You can sell these mini terrariums for a dollar, it says. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, those are all succulents and super easy to propagate. I, you know, I mean, so... I'm not I'm not mocking the, the idea. It's, it's literally like, you know, but sell it for a dollar. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like I it. Have, they, all uh, of these have one suggested is... prices, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, under miscellaneous, poems for special occasions, $1 per line. Okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Just in case. <laughs> you, uh... Or you could earn money finishing just two projects a day. Um, like doing the finishing work. <gasps> I... On two projects a day. Okay. I would pay somebody to do that for me. How far along does the project have to be well, before you hand apparently. it off to them? <laughs> but that used to be a really normal thing to send things off yes. to a finisher. Yeah, absolutely. And yet. I think that's a service my local still um, still provides. I One of the last times I was there, someone was in there getting prices for inserting a zipper into a finished cardigan. Hmm. Nice. Uh, anyway, Heidi, yeah, you, I, I really can't believe that you don't have issues of this because <laughs> like, because you love especially vintage knitting and crochet kinds of things. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, work basket goes back a long way. You would find so many delightful patterns that you would love. So yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. And it sounds like it's very 80s, which um, I haven't oh, it's done as much, much older than that. Yeah, too. there's stuff that's well, older, the, yeah. yeah, but what you guys were describing, um, I was excited yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't remember how long they, they ran for, but it's uh, worth, worth finding some issues of this. Uh, if only just for the entertainment of flipping through, but also there's like, <laughs> Good stuff in there too. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it's true. Thank and mine so has all the inserts. Oh yeah. And so like this uh, handwritten note from Aunt Ellen um, <laughs> that says urgent news. 
Your subscription to Workbasket expires with this issue. Oh, no. <laughs> and then there's one in case you were even more concerned that involves a cop reminding you. Oh, my goodness. That you need to <laughs> renew. Are you sure? Very into Wait, cops. Is it is it a police officer or is that a mailman? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. It's a mailman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That's so funny. The, the centerfold, though, is um, rock bottom vitamin prices with unsurpassed quality. Bob Lee will not to be undersold. Good to know. Mm. And there are some questionable pills here. Yes. So, vintage workbook. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm there. I'm re- I've reached that point. Vintage workbasket magazines worth finding a copy or two on the interweb because I'm sure that you can. I'm sure that there are people who have them available. I didn't even look to see, but uh, yes, do. Yeah, I am. I am definitely but, yeah. gonna. Yeah. Well, I also, definitely need to go on eBay any, for more than that. Like <laughs> antiques market. Yes. Or. Um, flea market or something you they're everywhere every time i go antiquing with my dad um in michigan yeah i come across tropes well and speaking of flea markets and covid and vintage things and vintage sales online i'm noticing a lot of um antique shops are really finally if they hadn't already had a developing ebay or etsy sale game they're starting to do more of that Mm -hmm. yeah also on instagram yeah yeah um but especially on ebay a lot of like places that are like we're one of the most loved and popular uh antique stores in alabama but now they've got this huge online business so it's kind of cool because they're also starting to sell inventory that they've never sold on the internet before so they're yeah. not quite as picked over as other internet sellers sure. that have been selling their best stuff for ages. Yeah. So pro tip to vintage loving people, now's the time, girl. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that too, and you're good. Very right. good. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Or anyway, also dangerous. That's to my know, two but... cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note, uh, we will wrap this up for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. You can also find information about our sponsor, the Embroiderers Guild of America, there at our website too. And finally, if you are a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. And thank you. Uh, if I, I feel like if the workbasket were still going, that podcasts like ours would actually advertise in Workbasket. Uh-huh. Like that would be totally. the that would be the place. Definitely. Like that's the new the new thing. But um, we just have to rely on uh, these other these other methods. And also like, or we can restart Workbasket. Yeah, and then all of our ads and then our ad for the podcast can be the three of us like in our logo, except we're dressed as different municipal employees, like a mailman, <laughs> a fireman. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it would work. I uh, or a baker. There was definitely an ad in here for making donuts. I don't understand. Yep, but I like anyway, that. yeah. So there we go. It was it was an episode, you guys. Thank you all yep, for yep. listening. It was. Have a good day. Yes, Stay safe out you. there. Bye. Bye.